Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Fit for the Kingdom with Dr. Yolanda Sherman. Today, I want to talk to you about something that is very, very important. Um, Christian marriages are on an all-time high when it comes to um, the divorce rate um, these days. And so, I want to stop by and just uh, give you um, some encouragement, but some words um, of wisdom that can help you and guide you into uh, balancing uh, between your marriage and, and doing ministry that nothing is lacking uh, when it comes to uh, being able to have a wholesome marriage while you are still doing ministry. Um, I wrote a book, and it's called Behind the Mask, and I'm, and it talks about balancing between um, your personal life and your ministry life, and you can obtain a copy of that book off of uniquenessinyou.com uniquenessinyou.com so I just wanted to you know put that out there in case you're looking for something a good reader um, that will help you uh, along the way to be able to balance life in ministry but I want to talk to you briefly when it comes to marriage and ministry First thing, God God and marriage, it is ordained by God. Um, it is a commitment of a man and a woman um, to wed their lives together lovingly in a union that is total spiritual, mental, and physical according to Matthew uh, 19, 5 through 6. Marriage is the first institution uh, that is designed by God. We must know that marriage is designed by God. God created it. Um, It encourages it and it commands unity in it as a lifelong relationship. First of all, you need to know what ministry is. But if you go back to the first institution of marriage, you can go to Genesis 2, 24 through 25. That's a place of reference when it comes to the scripture. And so you need to have uh, that scriptural reference. Um, And you also need to know what it is to do ministry. Ministry is when you serve or service. It is the primary goal for Jesus and Christians is to minister to people who are in need. Um, scriptures, you can go back and reference at your own time. Exodus 28 and 35, as well as Mark 10 and 45, Ephesians 4 and 12. Now, what you must understand is that In order to be able to have a successful marriage and still be 
able to do effective ministry, you have to prioritize things. You have to put God first, you know, in in, in, in your marriage. God has to be, that has to be the foundation of, of your marriage. God has to be first. Then your family, this is when it comes to the ministry board, and then ministry. But a lot of times what happens is we get off balance because we put ministry before we put our actually family. Now, above anything, God should be first. That's a given. God should be first. But your very first ministry is your family. What about your family? How do your family need you? How do you minister to your family? How do you effectively minister to your family? You understand? I know for me, years ago, I was so ministry driven. I thought that trying to save the world, trying to save the people was top priority. But what was happening was I was doing great. And save, you know, going after saving people, you know, bringing them to Christ, all those things in ministry. But I start being a failure in my family life because they were lacking because I had became so engulfed in doing ministry to whereas it was an issue when it came to my family. And so I want to encourage somebody on today, whoever it may be, to get your priorities straight when it comes to your family. You know, ministry is good. God has to be first, but you got to get it to where God is first. You take care of your family and then you take care of the ministry. How many people are losing their families because they are so engulfed in the ministry that their first ministry is lacking? Okay? Then you have to come to a place in your marriage that you pray. Prayer is simply communication with you and the Father. It's a dialogue that you have with the Father and in a marriage, that that should be one of the top priorities of having a prayer life, you and your spouse. Always take the time to pray together and together and also individually. Make sure that you come into agreement for your family and ministry. Pray for God's will to be done in your family's life. Pray, pray without ceasing, continuous prayer. Are you hearing me? Because even in ministry, your first ministry at home, you need God to cover your family. And so that's what you and your spouse, you're praying as, as together and even individually for God to cover your family. That is important. That is important. Praying, seeking God for your family and then coming into agreement in whatever ministry that you do. I know for me and my husband, the ministry that we do, we love feeding the homeless. You know, we also have a person that, that God, we've adopted that is blind, that 
we make sure that they go to the grocery store. My husband takes us for a haircut, cook, make sure that he have meals and things like that and necessities that he that he needs. You know, we've adopted him into our family. And but overall, my husband and I love cooking, you know, and feeding the homeless and, and just giving away things, whether it's clothing, whether it's food, whatever it is. That's our ministry together. That's what we do together. But guess what? On the other side of that, the reason why we can effectively do those things together is that we put our family first now. And I got it. I got it. Y'all, it took me a while, but I got it. And I'm telling you, it's like it's like a new thing. It's a new thing in my family, a new thing in my marriage. And I'm telling you, it's the cohesiveness of what God is doing. And that's through prayer. All right? Something else you have to do in your marriage, you have to love one another. Love is deep, enduring concern for others, welfare, affection, and friendship. Genesis 37 and 3 is a reference scripture. This is the most important characteristic of God. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? And so, I I want to uh, tell you on today... You know, to be a blessing to you on today, to encourage you on today, to, first of all, pray, but you got to love one another. It's so important. And can I tell you something in a marriage? Love is unconditional. You know, it's this thing called agape love. Agape love. And the Father gives us agape love. But how many of us are willing to give that kind of agape love in our marriage to our spouse? How many are willing, you know, I had to say that again, y'all, are willing to give that kind of agape love to our spouse? Now, Genesis 37 and 3, look at this scripture. It says, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Now, it's not that Joseph did not love his other sons, but he was old. I mean, Joseph's father was old. So it's not that he didn't love all the other kids. He was old. So he did something special. That I mean, it, it was just a love like no other. Are you hearing me? And so he had a deep love for Joseph. And so in marriages, we have a deep love for one another. That has to be demonstrated. This is the most important characteristic that we could have of God is love another thing in a marriage we have to be committed how many of us really show a deep commitment in our marriage a deep commitment in our marriage 
Commit it to God first and also to your marriage. Do, don't neglect your responsibility to, to the marriage that is ordained by God. First of all, our marriages are ordained by God. It is ordained by God. You have to communicate. And communication is shared with each other about God and the ministry. Be considerate of each other and the work of the ministry. So you got to do what? You got to be committed to your spouse. While you're committing to ministry, you have to keep the communication line open. That's why for me, I tell my husband, I say, look, honey, this is what you know, I'm doing so that, you know, we're on the same page. He knows what I'm doing. You know, I'm communicating with him. I'm letting him know. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not telling him, you know, I'm letting him know because I want him to know. Yes, honey, you first, what you say matter to me. You understand what I'm saying? But the other side of ministry is us communicating. That means that we can do what we do in ministry together well. Because we're communicating. We're committed first of all to God. To each other. And then to the work of the ministry. And then we have to respect one another. Respect is to accept people by their appearance. We have to learn how to respect people. Come on now. Have you ever been to a place that you felt disrespected? Like somebody disrespected who you are. Okay? They, they just simply disrespected you. And how did it make you feel? How did it make you feel? It should never come to a point that in your marriage that you disrespect each other. Because when you look at it biblically, God has no respectable person according to Romans 2 and 11. And in our marriage, we should have respect for our spouse. If God treats us good, If God treats us good, then guess what? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Now, That's how we should respect one another in our marriages. We should value one another's opinion, what they think, what they bring to the table. We must value all of this. We must. That's what brings about a healthy relationship, communication, praying, the love for one another, the love for God, the commitment one to another, but the respect that we have for one another. In conclusion with this here, remember to keep God as the head and he will keep the family together. 
He will bless you to do the work of the ministry. Serve him and do the work of the ministry wholeheartedly. But maintain balance in your marriage and in ministry. The one thing that I want to leave with you on today. Whatever you do, maintain balance between you and your mate. When it comes to your marriage and ministry. Go do some fun things. I know my husband and I, we sometimes like to listen to jazz. You know, and it's nothing wrong with it. People tell you, oh, no, you can't listen to jazz or something like that. And, you know, no, God wants us to enjoy life. But he looks at our heart. And listen, if our heart is not in the right place with our spouse, we definitely can't have our heart in the right place with God. And so that's why we have to be so committed to our relationships, to our relationship with our father, first of all, but committed to our relationship with our mate. What am I saying to you on today? Keep the father first. Keep the father first. Cherish every moment. Do do new things. Find new things to do with your spouse. You know? I don't care if it's saying, honey, let's go to the beach. Or let's just go get away. Let's just go do something you and I. You know? I'm blessed that right now my kids, my, my sons are grown. You know? And so... I, they're not at home. They're they're on their own. They're grown, and and that's a blessing. And so now, me and my husband get to really enjoy uh, the freedom of having uh, special moments with each other, creating beautiful memories with each other. We've raised our kids, and now we have our beautiful grandchildren, and we spend time with them, you know, and just balance life and with our kids. You know, we do fun things, you know, family things and things like that, and that's called having a balanced life. And so when we go in to do ministry, and, you know, I'm a minister of the gospel, and I preach the word of God, it makes it easy um, to go do the work of my father because I have gotten this thing in order of putting God first, my family, you know, taking care of home. And then when I go to do ministry, it is so easy. So remember this, remember this, please have a balance between the ministry and the marriage. And remember that your first, first priority is your family. And I believe that on today in this broadcast that you will make a decision to put your family first. And if you need any counseling or anything, you can go to the website, 
www.bfrmi.org. If you are interested in obtaining any of the resources or books, you can go to uniqueness-n-u.com. Listen, this is my time. Thank you. And may you have a great and prosperous day. Yours truly, Dr. Yolanda Sherman, Fit for the Kingdom. Inspirational for today. Blessings until next time.